Hello everyone, it's Anya, your host of Stained, and in today's episode we have a really fun girls. Oh my god, guys, we laughed so much, and it's a really fun one. Uh, it's the first time I have two guests, so get ready. Um, they are owners of Share Shop Vintage. I hope I'm pro- pronouncing that right, <laughs> because it's a Turkish name and it means leftovers. So it's super fun. They are doing a vintage clothes, and they will tell you a bit about their new project as well that they're just starting. So yeah, buckle up and get ready for the really fun conversation. Amazing, Eda and Neshe. Hello girls, welcome to Stain. <laughs> yes, so it's the first time I just want to say to listeners that I have two guests. It's so weird for me because I'm going to interview two people <laughs> at the same time, but it's going to be fun. I'll let you start introduce yourself. I can start from you. Okay. Hello everyone, I'm Neshe. Um, so I am here thanks to Anya today that introduced us to Stain Contents and Charshop as well, Charshop. I am Neshe, like I started to build uh, the small vintage shop and the hand- handmade jewelry shop, Charshop, like probably around March this year. And I started to, I all everything started with like the spring cleaning idea where I was trying to reduce the amount of clothes I have, like especially yeah. after the COVID insanity. And then like with all this vintage community in Ireland, it kind of like it did motivate me to actually start and to pursue this vintage shop idea even further. And before I was working in tech for my yeah. whole life. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be in this like the colorful, colorful world right now, I believe. And it was kind of all my, my dream, all uh, like since I was a kid. Like I remember the first time that Vogue Paris arrived in Turkey, because I'm originally from Turkey. And I would just crop it and would do like the color collage from like the clothes and yeah. everything. And I feel like now I'm actually giving this little girl a chance to pursue her own dream with this yeah. charger. And the best part is that, like, my friend for 17 years is now in this journey <laughs> with me. And, like, and we are building this together. Yeah. And I think, like, everything is in place right now. So, and I'm happy to be in Ireland and happy to doing this and happy to be even improving further with my best friend, I would say. Oh and my, my counselor. Well, you introduced her very well. <laughs> I, I, think loves, I think she loves this introduction, but Edda, tell us a bit about yourself as well now. Uh, okay, hello, thanks again for having us. Um, I'm Edda, I'm from Istanbul as well, as Neshe. And I'm not really living in Turkey, but um, I just arrived in Ireland one month ago to work on our two of our projects we will tell you more in detail yeah one of them is the charge of vintage shop the other one is the waste project and i'm originally an architect um but um, during my professions and also my studies like i focused on sustainability and fashion as well so right now um, i'm not working as an architect i'm basically helping out these two projects yeah and using all my skills i developed so far yeah, I guess exploring a bit more and just discovering what you can do, actually, because it's so interesting. I can't wait to get to the part of you explaining the projects, yeah. both of them. You kind of told us a bit about the vintage shop, um, but uh, tell me, Nashar, how was that for you, like changing from the tech industry 
to fashion world because and sustainable fashion world because obviously you started very recently yeah. and you're taking on another business as well that yeah. we're gonna come to <laughs> slowly but was it stressful or did you just try to enjoy the transition um that's a really good question <laughs> <laughs> this is something i'm thinking a lot as well yeah so i think like this this was a natural transition and i think it was meant to be I and that, yeah. I see that this is the flow that I have to be in mm -hmm. right now and I'm in the right place. Nice. And the thing yeah. is like doing something sustainable and having this awareness is not even just limited with sustainability. The more I think I feel, the more I become aware of like what is happening around me, the more yeah. I became interested in sustainable fashion. And now it is like it is part of my growth to go even further there yeah. and to see that how I can be part of such a like valuable uh, movement at the moment, it's a slow yeah. fashion movement and it's Absolutely. not just about fashion, it's more than that and I think like that's why it's stressful, of course it is, but doing something good, something great is always stressful, but about fashion and the sustainability, what I could say, I would say is that it is colorful and it is something that we're interested and we mm -hmm. believe and we see future in it yeah. so we yes it's gonna be stressful i know it is stressful but it's worth it every minute i would say i love that i also want to mention that you're involved in the vintage shop as well and mm -hmm. that you're helping uh, her as well very very much mm -hmm. um, but obviously, uh, how was how did this happen? Like the <laughs> new business idea. How did you this? How did you call each other and said, "Hey, let's work together"? Like how that happened? Um, how that happened? Uh, I right now live in a village where um, in Turkey, and I quit my job. I wasn't working for a while because um, it wasn't satisfying for me to work in the, in the corporate world. And so I yeah, welcome, welcome to my welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> So I was trying different types of projects and uh, one day Nesha called me and she said, like I knew always that she was working in the vintage, but she called me and she said, hey, I have this new idea, um, would you want to work with me? Because she thought like I fit perfectly in the role she was thinking. So became, we became, I said like immediately yes, because I know how she developed herself in the project management and I know how I developed myself in the product parts like yeah, it doesn't matter if it's fashion or an object or the building really I worked on a lot of things on different scale so I said yes and like two crazy people without like any investment <laughs> we just like start working on it and we non-stop even in our dreams now like we see it and in the morning we wake up with new ideas <laughs> I love that. I think uh, it says a lot as well because you both, uh, as far as I know, obviously, uh, I just want to say to the people that are listening, uh, you're coming from the project management and you're an architect and it's completely different areas that nobody would even think of that that can work, like yeah. come together and just kind of like come into this beautiful project that we're going to talk about. Um, and honestly, like it's so good because it can give people a kind of inspiration as well in a way, you know, like yeah. you can do anything. And it doesn't need to be that exactly what you studied for. You can just explore the world yeah. and see what suits you the best, mm -hmm. um, exactly. I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, before we go into the project, I want to ask you as well, where do you source your vintage clothes? That's a also good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, like, you're asking right questions. Like, you got Thank this. You. Like, <laughs> please keep going. <laughs> yeah, like that's a really good, like, as I 
said, like, I started with my really own clothes. Like, it was, like, fast fashion and everything. And yeah. I wanted to, like, rather than, um, like, to throw them away, I started to sell them in flea markets. And I love the community that we have in Ireland. Yeah. And it's literally did motivate me and make me believe that, okay, actually I can do this because I'm already interested in vintage clothes. Yes. And I stopped buying fast fashion when I moved to Ireland with all those options, with charity shops and everything, you can find literally brand new stuff. Uh, so it was, yeah, the basic I was selling secondhand clothes. Then I started to source vintage clothes mm -hmm. and I started to source some of them in Turkey because it's different type of the clothes. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And sometimes I source them in Europe, in Spain, in Italy, like with the, the bulk buying, basically. Mm -hmm. I'm hand-picking them, everything. And yeah, like this is how I actually, because like the thing is like, I like, I really do enjoy even looking at the pictures of the vintage mm -hmm. clothes, okay? Me like, too, yeah. yeah but that's like, another it, thing, like exactly. I just crawl forever, like, and just look at the vintage clothes. Exactly. It's so nice, like, yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. so good to just pick with your eyes and just that they're going to be live with someone else and I like the idea so yeah I think like like literally can be all over the place but like I'm now like with especially Ada like that we are trying to really understand if it is vintage or just secondhand because sometimes like the course, you yeah. know like the difference is like the not that visible you know no, and no, you no, have yeah. to really like understand so now we are trying to really like focus on the vintage only part, but sourcing from all over the world as long as we like it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it needs to reflect your style as yeah. well, both of your styles, and that's the whole point. I also want to say that you are uh, making jewelry, <laughs> <laughs> making everything at the moment. Making everything at the moment, uh, but for the vintage shop, you're doing also like a little jewelry, and you're hand making it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a beautiful bracelet that I will take a picture of later on. It's going to be your lucky charm. Yes, it's going to be my lucky charm. Um, but yeah, I know that you're very creative. Like I can see that just by looking at it. <laughs> uh, but do you prefer clothes or the jewelry? Both. Both, yeah. They are both complementary to each other, I would say. I like say. that answer. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, like, yeah, exactly. Like they're like... You, you, I, I would like... If you look at me now, like I have lots of stuff wearing. And, yeah. and it, like the more I put some stuff on me, the more I feel like myself. So about let me come to the handmade jewelry part. So yeah. I would I started the hand I think the handmade jewelry is the first thing that I made money out of it when I was ten years old. Same by the way, <laughs> I have the same thing. You I, know you yeah. need to you need to somehow make money. <laughs> some people have a lemonade stand. Some people are making the jewelry. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that we have them in common actually. Yeah. I'm not making them right now, but. We first, it was our first money made when we were young, I think. Yeah. Nice, nice girls. Yeah. Well, I hope it brought you some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not sure if like my family bought them all or I had actually some real customers at the time. <laughs> but That's the thing. You need your supporters yeah. always, you know. <laughs> and and we had a huge table in the house. And my I was living with my grandparents and with my grandmother. We would do jewelries all the time, oh. and it was. For me, even when I was a kid, it was a yeah. kind of a resiliency activity, like, yeah. and it would still, like, just, like, 
keep me away from like I don't know what was the problem I had at the time in my in my mind when I was <laughs> <Yeah>. ten. <laughs> but still, it was kind of a coping mechanism. Something that was bothering me. No, the coping mechanism. It's true. Yeah. And exactly. A lot of people that I talked with, um, I talked. I had a tailor, uh, a girl that is making necklaces, yeah. for example, and she told me it's uh, her meditation. Yeah, no, it's no, her that's her part exactly. of meditation, and she can sit for hours and yeah. make those things. Exactly what Nisha says, like. Because we get stressed while de- developing our business, and she she said to me one day, Edda, one day, I just need to be alone and make my jewelry. Please, let's not work. One day, leave me alone. Go away. I was like, okay, you do your jewelry. Exactly. I'll climb mountains or something. I'll go for a hike. You do your jewelry. Exactly the one that answered. By the way, I need to touch the grass. Okay, Nisha, I need my own. Yeah. Problems as well. One of my favorite things <laughs> when I talk with people that are making their own business or that are in this business for a while in sustainable sustainable business part is asking them about their mental health. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because <laughs> it can be really crazy because uh, it's getting trendier. Obviously, people are taking care of the planet and blah, 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 and they want to help. But how is it for those business owners? Because I think it's a crazy day all day. Like. That's true, but I, I think you actually did touch a really good point. So, because like me going back to the handmade jewelry stuff was actually directly related with my mental health. Because yeah. like I was working, and I was having like, a really tough period of my life. That maybe in the future I'm gonna talk even more about it. But like the, yeah. this, the, I remember the day that after years, which was I think around two years ago, like mm-hmm. I was having this difficult time of my life and I wasn't anymore doing jewelries or anything. I was just working at my job from nine to five. And one day I remember, and I will never forget that day, and I think part of the reason that we are here today maybe is that day, that I just found this box of beads, okay? Yeah. And I started to do it again. And it was around two years ago and I did, you know that people say that it's never too late. I never believed that, okay, until that day. But then that day I, I realized that yes, once you actually, maybe you were enjoying things mm-hmm. and you forgot how they were making you feel. But when you, once you started doing these things again, yeah. you are again 10 years old. You are again like the 15 years old when you first like had this pure enjoy of life. And now I know yeah. it's not about age, it's not about anything, but it's about feeling. And you yeah. can always go back to that safe zone. And for me, jewelry is like making beats is that safe zone. <laughs> I, I love that you said that because uh, I said multiple times on this podcast and I'm going to say it again, I quit my job recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Tell us more about it. <laughs> I quit my job to five and I started painting. I bought a painting okay. set and oh my god, I can't stop, like I love it, like I'm getting these ideas and I'm getting these inspirations (laughs) and these colors are coming to my mind and I said as well to you girls before this, I want some color like in my wardrobe now because whoever knows me knows that I wear black all day long, like like, whenever they see me, like if they see me in a color they're gonna be, Anya, is that you? (laughs) So yeah, I am definitely gonna try to introduce like all these ideas that I have like to reflect on me and I think it's visible already how happier I am, you know? (laughs) The more you That's reflect it. yourself, the more like you're gonna find your own pace, you know. Like Definitely. I think, yeah. But it's also another process, like yeah. you know, like 
I was like two years old, I think I would wear like the black, white, and my grandmother would say that when you grow up, you are going to want to wear colorful stuff. You will yeah. see. I, I see. have the same thing. I used to wear black all the time. I mean, yeah. I, again, I'm black. <laughs> me too, me too. Today, but I don't wear black normally. Anyway, and my mom was always looking at me with this face, and she was like, why are you wearing this black stuff? Yeah. And like, she Tough. hated, she hated what I was wearing, like, and I loved it. And now I, I completely changed and i try to like pick colors and yeah actually she's also inspiring me to do that as well i think you need somebody in your life that you're gonna see and be like oh that goes well together <laughs> or you know those colors can yeah. be like matched well and not like the world homogenizes you quite yeah, a lot yeah. like because I, I also was a super colorful crazy person and then w working in the corporate world and the architecture <laughs> making everything <laughs> perfect you told me i'm a perfection like it's yeah. coming from the profession so everything has to be perfect and gray and black and maybe red if you're crazy that way. <laughs> you can have a little bit of red. Um, so yeah, and then I completely homogenized myself and my crazy parts. And now that I'm not working in that profession anymore, yeah. I have the freedom to go like beyond the colors and patterns that match together. So Absolutely, yeah. I love amazing. that. Yeah, I wanted to ask you how is your mental health? <laughs> But I think you said a lot by being a crazy architect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, girls. I think I'm ready to um, talk about your project, actually, what? that you're going to soon <laughs> enough launch. Well, I'm hoping that you're going to launch it very, very soon. Yes, but Edda, can you tell us a bit about it? Yes, I can okay. start from you and then I'm going to... Yeah, launch. okay. So when Nesha called me about the idea she has, um, the idea was basically making some things out of waste. Yeah. And... I said, okay, yeah, we want to do impact to the world, we want to do good to the world, okay, let's do research. So we started doing research and of course we found um, plastics, organic waste, and glass, so many types of waste. And when we delved deep down, what is it, diving deep, deep down, down yeah. to it, we found that textile waste is uh, actually one of the biggest problems in Ireland and something we can work with. Because yes, plastic is also a major problem, but to, to working with it, uh, working with it is much more difficult. Absolutely, it yeah. needs like a big factory to make the sh to shred the plastic and like a lot of um, product developments and so on. So okay, we want to contribute to the diminishing the textile waste uh, in our starting in Ireland and then in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you need to dream big. I love this. Um, on Instagram, I don't know if you noticed, but there is a lot of girls doing like, I was delusional and then I started doing this and now it's my job. You, know? <laughs> you need to, to be delusional, like by the way, yeah. like, if you want to do big yeah. things, like, you yeah. need to be a little bit like, you know, above and beyond. <laughs> yeah, so um, we quickly, um, we quickly found some um, textile waste we can gather from Turkey because we were both in Turkey that time. Yeah. We found them and we were like, okay, what can we make out of them? And then we started producing like clothing items and things like that. That's the ones you saw today, but they're yeah. secret now. <laughs> I can't show anything yet. <laughs> but it, soon you will be you able wait. to. Um, yeah, and then the, from the results, like we were so satisfied, even like uh, more satisfied than we were expecting that we were yeah. like, okay, we, we're going to do this. Yeah. So <laughs> we started developing. Mm -hmm. and yeah like uh, what else to say about this yeah i guess uh, i want to ask this as well uh, how hard is to work with each other uh -huh. because you're best friends yeah. <laughs> you're smart girl <laughs> and you know. 
okay? You yeah. surprised us right now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't know if the listeners know, but, but I always send like a list of questions yeah. to the people that I'm going to ask. But then in the middle of the podcast, I get these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, uh, and I go over and around and then I ask a bunch of other things. <laughs> so I like to put people on the spot. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Actually, fun. this is just an honest question. Like, your best friends, uh, you know each other for 17 years, you said. Like, you went to high school together? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's crazy like you know each other better than anyone you know like and yeah. to be in business together and deal with money and deal with a lot of little finicky things that can go wrong can be delicate <laughs> so that's why I'm asking this <laughs> like like to be honest it's not super easy like yeah. the fact mm-hmm. that you know someone very well can be definitely positive but can be like this there can be some sides like downsides as well yeah but the thing is this is what they say Yeah. don't go into business with someone you know yeah. and I'm asked why yes maybe there are going to be some odds and everything but if we could actually make this happen and yeah. and believe in the same idea and just cross the boundaries between which we need boundaries in everywhere in Absolutely, yeah. like we know our strengths better than anyone as well as weakness if yeah. we could actually adjust this then it could be our advantage not disadvantage So yeah. yes, there are maybe like the datas that are, but when you do, no, I don't believe that. I believe our skills. I believe what she puts on the table every time she says something yeah. that she's gonna do. Like she, her work is admirable for me. I know we have the mission, the same mission to do that, exactly. and we have good intention about each other. Like right, like I don't want her to be like the bad, and she doesn't. And as long as we remember this at the end of the day, the next day is always brighter than the other day. And yeah. we actually grow again. Like this is like... <laughs> growing every day. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is like when you start a new job, you need to learn how to navigate, right? How Absolutely. to approach people in the business life. And this is a challenge as well. Why it mm. should be more challenging than that? Yeah. Like, of course, like we are going to learn, we are going to have like the, the misalignments, we are going to have fight, we are going to say, mm-hmm. oh, it's over. No, it won't. <laughs> like, this is also give now, like, as we are building this from yeah. scratch, it doesn't, me- doesn't matter, like, who called who anymore. But yeah. the fact is, like, we are doing this together, I think. I just want to say, I wish you were my project manager at my last <laughs> job, because uh, with this mindset, I think I would thrive at my corporate world. <laughs> like, like no, that's really amazing to hear now, because also yeah. what she said about the weaknesses and the strengths part, yeah. you, yeah, as she said, we know both of them, but right now what we're trying to do, not take the weaknesses uh, against each other, yeah. but give us space to progress, I guess. To pr- progress and for growth so like we both operate in the same way we need trust yeah. from the other person so that yeah. we can flourish and with the trust part we're like matching very well yeah so that's why we can um do our like 100 give our 100 to the project yeah uh well that's lovely girls yeah. I, lo- i love that answer because yeah you will hear a lot of people saying like yeah. oh don't go into business with your partner or your best friend or whoever like don't trust with money and stuff like that mm. which i have the same question why why not like yeah. why not work with this person and just really enjoy it like uh, yeah you can see red flags but you can see someone you can see with someone you don't yeah. know either but the, the, imagine the good days good days are double happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is someone that you know like you grow yeah. up together like and you're in the same place doing the same thing. things yeah and like I, i think that's the idea that we are we want to stick with it of 
course it's yeah. difficult. Everything is difficult. <laughs> like, you know, doing yeah. something great is difficult as well. So. No, it's definitely a right approach to have for success because you need to be manifest this positive energy because yeah. if you don't, like, then everything is going to happen negatively as well. Yeah. Everything yeah. is going to have negative impact, I think. Um, but yeah, I also want to mention you are currently on LinkedIn. I know that. I mentioned it this five times in one day, Anya. Tell us the truth, okay? <laughs> yeah, but I want to, like, you're gonna obviously launch social media in the future as well mm-hmm. and everything, um, but uh, you're gonna use the waste and make beautiful, beautiful clothes that I can't <laughs> wait to share with the world and for the world to see. Uh, but the idea itself is super, super important for people to hear about mm-hmm. because, you know, we hear about upcycling, we hear about, uh, I don't know, like people hand making stuff or vintage clothing, like as well, you're the owner of the vintage shop as well. But at the same time, I think it's so important to hear about waste mm-hmm. um, because, you know, person can upcycle clothes, but we want transparency. We yeah. want to know where these clothes is coming from. Obviously, it's better than the fast fashion, and I'm not saying anything against it. Uh, but I love the idea that you're using waste mm-hmm. and making something really nice. Um, Edda, you're the designer at the moment. <laughs> I, 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 we call myself head of product. Co-founder <laughs> and head of okay, fancy titles, but yeah, I'm doing the products mostly. But of course, we exchange ideas with the yeah. process. Uh, are you drawing anything at the moment? Um, and then, because you're an architect, so yeah, I guess yeah. you're good with this type of stuff. Yes, and <laughs> no, I mean, I also like, um, as I said, in my during my master's studies, I didn't say it, I think. No, um, I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> I, I did master's in, like, master of art, art and architecture, but uh-huh. because it was an art school, in a, in a, I can speak, originally, yeah. <laughs> um, I focused on doing a wearable as my... I love pieces. <laughs> so, like, I was. She uh, even won an award, by the way. I want you to mention that too. Because <laughs> she's not otherwise is gonna mention. Doesn't want to give credit to herself. <laughs> <laughs> the award is a different thing. Um, but in the, <laughs> in the masters, um, yeah. So that's why I was accustomed to drawing like human um, figures and like drawing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, garments and so on so right now yeah I do like fast sketches it's not it wasn't so detailed because we wanted to just like get the initial product as fast as possible so yeah. design something okay looks good go to the tailor tell them about it and then they produced it and we were satisfied and now it's going to be more of a process of like intricate designs and more details to it yeah. when we have our own tailor so <laughs> excited very good so you're obviously uh, planning to expand i suppose your yeah. team because it's only two of you yeah. at the moment uh, and i think you will need a lot of people yeah. in the future like yeah. but down the we line. want that too like yeah to be of honest. course yeah. yeah to build a team and kind of find your own tailor maybe somebody um, will do something else and stuff like that so that's actually again like you touch really good point because like yeah like our product like so okay so when i quit my job like yeah. when i was like on linkedin looking for jobs like i came to a point that okay, none of them is interested to me. So what's interests me it, like then I call that I everything. But like when I had this interest of sustainability in the sustain circular design, circular economy, and everything. Okay, this is one side of the story yeah. about our project. When we were building our mm-hmm. business proposal, because yes, our products 
like the impact that we are going to start to generate is going to come from the sustainability, of course, like because we are going to try to reduce the waste in Ireland and you like to reusing them and repurposing them for the exactly. market. But not just that, we wanted to also focus, like we even if we are building our own business, we don't have to focus to generate impact from only one side, but we could actually have this with our full business model. From hiring, it is here, it comes hiring strategy, like yeah. how we want to hire, how we want to build our teams. Yes, diversity and inclusion is like the super trendy word right now, yeah. but how we could actually like the, um, like the hire people that at the moment they are not able to use their skills because they are of their business strategy, mm -hmm. because of the, the community that they belong to. Like there are problems and they are all connected. Environmental issues, social issues, they are all in the big pictures coming from the same yeah. place. And when we understood this, we build our like the business model from not just impact. We are doing it. It's yeah. in our power. So we can. We don't have to start with one impact, which is great, by the way. And one <laughs> impact course, is yeah. great as well. Yeah. But if we come to a point that we are gonna hire people, we want to hire people. Like for example, I am also like the uh, I I um, this, uh, identify myself as coming from a vulnerable communities as well. Yeah. And as that's the case, like we want to provide opportunities because in that I know I'm privileged and I know that I have some privilege that maybe others doesn't. So we want to focus these communities and we are working with, by the way, experts to do that. Because, yeah, I am talking now like I know what I'm talking about, but I know I have zero idea about <laughs> what is actually yeah. like to be maybe not able to find a job because of your business strategy, because of your strategy. This is another thing. And the world is now, we know that where this is going. So we so want to also find solutions without our business models with the product, environment, hiring strategy, also social impact is going to where we are going to focus. Because we want to do so this. Nice. Like. You gave me chills, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> With this speech, you gave me chills. Now. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't talk about this yeah. before we clicked the recording it button. It was our surprise. Yeah, it was. You did surprise me because one of the values of this podcast is community. Yeah. And I can't tell you enough how much I'm talking about it and talking about it because I didn't felt like I belonged in a right community before, yeah. like, you know. And when I started this project, I wanted to build something where people can feel comfortable, get inspiration for whatever ideas they have and fill the world with them, yeah. you know. And then on top of that, be belong somewhere, you know. And that's the nicest part that you girls are doing at the moment, building something that is so important and helps the world. Yeah. And it's just amazing. I, yeah. I love that. We yeah, have so much in common. We do have a lot in common. You will see. Um, I'm not sure if you check the questions I sent. <laughs> but um, the last three questions are related to the values of the podcast. So uh, I will leave that for the end. Mm -hmm. um, you're doing so much already for the planet. And the best is yet to come. <laughs> I know that. Um, but I need to ask. Maybe I'll start from Edda. I need to ask as well, do you do anything like sustainable practices in your life, like, I don't know, from walking to reducing plastic that hmm. you can recommend to people that they can start doing? Hmm. Wow, I wish I read the questions. So <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be really anything, okay. whatever, you, whatever you do. 
Not that we called ourselves Wasty Project, but we mentioned, I don't know. No, we didn't, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> project and after that actually my whole behavior in the streets started even evolving more into a more sustainable approach more sustainable is a big word more is, envi yeah. environmentally friendly approach so yeah. of course I'm trying to use little plastic as possible but now it's even in a different level like I'm trying to avoid it yeah um, different mindset like you I guess you learn a lot along the way by building your business you learn a lot of wrong things that are happening <laughs> yeah. and you're just like okay i shouldn't be doing this i need to exchange it for exactly this. and like there's so we have this big coffee culture in this big cities mm -hmm. and we're all going and taking our takeaway co coffee yeah. just for like enjoying it for 10 minutes so like i started focusing on these kind of things like maybe having the coffee at the cafe or like don't take it do you have to take your takeaway cup like yeah i really don't think it's an essential thing to do in our life so yeah <laughs> like this kind of small things i'm trying on myself but i am not in a position of like recommending anybody that what they can do but of course they can definitely check out um secondhand vintage kind of world because it's not as dirty as they think it is oh i love that you said that yeah because yeah. people yeah, think yeah, yeah. oh if someone else wore it like it's gonna be dirty no like everyone every seller is takes the like vintage clothes they wash it they iron it they, it's, it's like brand new it's just for cheaper and even better quality of Absolutely. fabric so they can check it out if they haven't already <laughs> very good yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> and uh you yeah so i'm gonna go of course with the clothing because like of it, course, it is also yeah. like like the, i remember from myself like this is i i mentioned a bit but when i moved to ireland like in my country turkey i was also interested in second hand like the vintage i would I would always hunt in a good like good quality vintage piece, but here like I was amazed by the options. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be necessarily vintage, but the charity shops are I think get good options as well. So like for example, I was a, oh, I like I'm trying trying to be better with my shopping habit as well, which I That's am. But like I think like my biggest like advice would be like if you want to reduce reduce the the fast fashion. Uh, buying, uh, like I think definitely you need to start with charity shops because everything you can buy in Primark, in Zara, like in Bershka, yeah. like all those giant fashion, uh, uh, fast fashion brands, they are available in charity shop, like half of they the price, yeah. and they t you can even see the tag on them. And so better quality and as well. Yeah, like exactly, like, and um, it, this is like the second printout idea, like if you like going shopping and everything, you definitely need to spend some time with those charity shops. And the second, like, I think, like, it's not just about second hand or, like, the, um, the vintage. Like, you mentioned something quite right. You said that, like, okay, but vintage, but again, people are going to buy, like, crazy. That's yes. not sustainability either. No. Then, like, my actually advice would be, like, and I said, like, it is high quality. It means like if I can wear this from a fast fashion, like the low quality fast fashion brand, I can only wear this for maybe six months, one year. But the, the real good vintage piece, 
it's maybe a bit more expensive, but in the long term it's more cheaper because it's psychology. You can keep it way more years than like the the, uh, the cheaper quality. And no one else wears yeah. it. It's special. And no one else wears it. It's you. You got this because it makes you feel like you. And there's no one that can actually wear it. Like if you can find that other person is your soulmate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that should say something as well. Like so. uh, dating advice. <laughs> If you are wearing the same vintage <laughs> piece as another soul. person, that's yeah. your soulmate. <laughs> keep an eye on the street, okay? I don't keep this quote, you know? <laughs> it should be on the wall somewhere. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I want to go back to Edda. Hello. You mentioned that you said, uh, you won some award. I want to oh know no. more about that. <laughs> it's nothing big, really. It's um, So there is this uh, academy called Textile Academy. Mm-hmm. They also go with Fabric Academy. It's mixed yeah. and they're basically I joined a boot camp of theirs in Iceland they do different boot camps in different cities I did this while I was working as an architect I saw it online and I was like I have this I'm not gonna say bad words I'm gonna go to this boot camp and she has a really cool picture <coughs> from there as well you need to send it to me <laughs> introduction to actually sustainable fashion yeah. they initially like they teach you experimental fashion also like stuff like bioplastics or upcycling and things like that and we traveled like I don't know the yarn mills and then some wow. uh, some factory who processes fish skin and things like that so I think you saw the details anyway I, I don't want to say the material again <laughs> <laughs> We collaborated and everyone was in teams and we made a product and then the ones the winner was gonna go to like some conference in Berlin. Very cool. Yeah, that that's the award she's mentioned, but it's like a one day uh, like <laughs> Don't downgrade yourself. Oh, okay, she was the best award. We didn't <laughs> even hear it by the way today. She goes down and then, then which awards? Like I couldn't hear and I'm just here. I'm actually surprised because it's connected to the fashion and like yes. fashion and this is so important for your business as well like and you know what and i'm like i'm telling you that we're friends for 17 years i think okay i knew that she went there and what won some stuff but i didn't know that she was actually so experienced in the area like, yeah. i was like how are were we friends because we exchange any like yeah progress achievements in our life no, we didn't because it's the same when we started working together yeah because i only know her as my friend i don't know her in the business world how she navigates of course yeah, yeah. and i was I like wow like <laughs> how she improved herself as like a project manager like of course yeah. i couldn't believe it because we we share stupid um, experiences <laughs> we do funny, funny experiences yeah. yeah like never serious so that was impressive to relearn about yeah. it relearn yeah. yeah and this growth too you know yeah. like it's, it's like it's quite like the satisfying in your life i think to experience this very good girls mm. i love that <laughs> well we are coming to the end we've been talking for almost 40 minutes by the way no, ha- yeah, you can't that. cut anything by the way <laughs> <laughs> uh, i will even leave this part i'm not gonna cut anything <laughs> but i still have two questions for yeah. each of you and i'm gonna let you answer one by one uh, i will start from Ada, and the first question and these are the questions related to the values of the podcast so the first one is what community means for you 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's no wrong answer, so I whatever mean, it feels naturally for you. I, I took a little uh, course called community design, and nice. I should be able to answer this question very easily. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go by the books. I mean, what community means to me is um, where I belong and where I don't have to pretend like anything. Where, yeah. where I'm acceptable, whoever I am, and what, of course, I also need to accept everybody as well. <laughs> I like that you mentioned that. Like, I need to like everybody as well. Like. Little, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, um, not putting on any acts, plays, games to be liked and respected, and having the freedom yeah. to express myself, I think, is where I would call community. Nice. Nasha? Like, I think this is something that I'm thinking a lot lately, like, yeah. like not lately, like with my, like with my previous work as well, like this was something that I made research on it and like uh, I make quite a few work. But for me, I think like, like it's the motivation behind the reason that like why you want to put yourself out there as who you are, because the belonging is there, you know, like, like, yeah. like as long as you belong yourself and like a community that whatever you call community for this is something that what keeps you going like in with your life and everyone in need for community like there is like i think if the world could be one big community we wouldn't have the problems that we yeah. have today and uh this is what i see i think the sense of belonging and the re and like Ada said, like not to pretend, not to try to be better and better all the time, but just to be, be able yeah. to exist as who you are. And like I said, like the world could be one big community and like everything would yeah. be probably the ideal. <laughs> if everybody would feel like a child of the world, you yeah. know, I mean, that would be honestly the nicest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with both of you. Yeah. Uh, the second question is, when do you feel most comfortable? So, Edda, I just want to tell you a bit about this question. I heard of your last question. I'm sure it's like something surprising. Okay. No, not, not at all. Um, why I ask these people? Because I want listeners to feel comfortable while mm -hmm. they're listening to us. Mm -hmm. um, but also to get to know who is behind this business. And it's more personal. Mm -hmm. So, it can be a sound, it can be a person, it can be a place. Whatever mm -hmm. it is for you. Uh, you can think about it as well. You don't need to tell me a straight away answer. So when is it like when I'm relaxed, like when I'm when you're most comfortable, yeah, relaxed, comfortable. When do you feel alone most or with people? It's a specific question. <laughs> that, that it, it's not specific. It's uh, when do you feel more comfortable with people or when you're alone? Wow, actually, <laughs> I mean, I seem to be an extrovert person and I feel comfortable with people as well. But I definitely need to be alone in big space with silence and like smelling some like yeah nice smell nice. and like a soothing music and meditate <sighs> i think she went to that place no, I, I, miss, I miss it so much like that's what i like i i try to integrate it in my life as often as i can but since i got to dublin and we're running around doing crazy <laughs> things that i couldn't have time for myself so when i feel most comfortable i think when having the balance between the material and spiritual world, having the sense of I'm in between of the both worlds, like wow. not overdoing the spiritual parts where I'm only meditating at home by myself or the 
business part where you're only focused on like work, 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 the middle I think. The golden middle. The golden middle. I never had this answer before, I must I, say. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I want to say how much I love it because it's so true. Like uh, it's so important to find that middle part where everything is kind of in order, if I can say it like that. <laughs> because often of the times either we have too much of business or too much of spirituality or whatever yeah. you want to call it. For everybody's different <laughs> um, but yeah it's a rare moments that we are so comfortable that we find that golden middle yeah. so i'm glad that you mentioned that i'm very very nice answer i must say <laughs> Nasha? are you gonna top this like when she gives like a really good answer i don't want to answer okay <laughs> she's gonna overshadow me like, like, this child, like this. the child is back now like 70 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think this is something that I'm really trying to find my safe zone at the moment. Mm -hmm. I believe, yeah. like, because my life is like rapidly changing at the moment. Like yeah. now with this business and everything, like now for the first time ever, I'm trying to focus my own business. And when you do your own thing, like it's hard to differentiate yourself sometimes. It's yours, and you just like like Ada said, like all the time, like like sometimes <laughs> she's saying we don't talk about work, please, but we can't stop. So like it's not just about the the, the, the work, but like yeah. the thing is like I never like the, just put all of myself into one thing. So that's why now I'm trying to really like find a healthy balance where I could actually like, like exactly actually as I said, to balance myself with my own like the, the sanity, like the, you know what I mean, like with healthy coping mechanism and everything and then my yeah. business, I want to balance, like I'm trying to balance that. Because yeah. now like this is I think something that like we should even talk more because this is something we love, something we believe in and this is not something for someone else. So how then I'm gonna just like draw that line between? <laughs> and this is actually like if that we are trying to balance this at the very beginning so that we don't mm -hmm. burn down and we don't like the overwork. Because yeah, like we are working from home now. Home, home is where like where I feel comfortable because I relax and everything. So now everything is like Mixed. in the same place. And that's why, like, for example, now for the first time ever, I'm trying to go out to yoga, which I cried a lot, like, at the end of the yoga, by the way, like, you know. It happened to me, and I want to share this as well, because it's so important, like, I went to an outdoor event, yoga, whatever, it was in a beautiful park, and we were, I was with my best friend, and we were doing it, and... At the end, she was kind of leading us towards the end of the session and started crying. And I looked at my best friend and she was crying as well. And I was like, oh my God, why are we crying? And she was like, because we are constantly stressed. And oh, this was baby. so good to yeah. let go. Like, yeah, exactly. I was like, wow, I need to do this more often. I think this is your similar background. Sometimes with this crying thing, because I didn't cry. I was like, why are you crying? <laughs> no, I was I was crying and I was thinking, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Somebody's going to look at me. And I was trying to hide it as well. Like I was kind of like, you know, when you take a tissue out of your bag and you're kind of like, oh, I have a bug in my yeah. eyes. And I was like, why am I hiding my emotions? Like, yeah. I should just let them go, like let it out of my system. Exactly. So yeah, I love that you <laughs> And I'm glad we had the same experience. So we are not the only ones in the yeah. world. That yeah, like I was the only one in that room, by the way. <laughs> But I'm also going to say that I went to a yoga retreat this year in March. Mm. And when I came back from the yoga retreat, I had a whole crying session. Mm. 
Oh. And then my best friend told me, um, another girl that I'm very close to, she said like, you know, this is your healing process. That's what uh, yoga journey should do for yeah. you because you spend the whole weekend meditating and everything is built up and it's going out of your system. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I would never think of that like that. I thought, oh, I'm going on yoga retreat. I'm going to have my nice holistic mm. journey, whatever, <laughs> you know? And then I come home and break down and I was like, what is this? Mm. <laughs> Why did it didn't work? Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking this well, didn't work. It's actually working. Like, yeah. It means that like it's working. Yeah. Yeah. The more you start to, I think, like the, I think this is how I actually feel comfortable. The more I feel, okay, when I'm present in my body and I feel stuff that I was avoiding to feel years yeah. ago, but I'm still not trying to run away. I'm oh, getting there. I can cry for like the five days. It's non's business, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it means yeah. that like I'm actually comfortable enough to sit my own feelings. Like you know what I mean? I think that's kind of it. I'm very glad we shared this. We are closer now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a last question. It's not scary. Don't worry. We just said last was last. <laughs> no, I have three last questions. Good one. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> This is all a trick, you know, there is another thing <laughs> coming up. <laughs> um, the last question is, where do you get inspiration for your ideas? Hmm. Can I think about this? <laughs> um, yeah, I think like, as I said, um, I've been living in a village in an isolation mode. Like, okay, I have friends, I have yeah, friends, no, but other than the nature itself there is nothing to be inspired of to be honest so Fair like enough, you yeah. only have the nature and like sometimes we gather with friends and talk about art but not so much mm -hmm. so it was i think what i accumulated until all these years because lived in many countries and met with many people tried yeah. different things so all this accumulation is manifesting into my inspiration right now i think with the help of Oh, and she answered very good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, answer I mean, for this one. We'll go to the next one. <laughs> there is no next one. This is the last one, I promise. <laughs> so yeah, tell me, Nasha, when do you get your inspiration? I think from my own brain. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially like for the jewelry part. Like I like like you can share on your story so people can see like i'm making wait, yeah. really like like the mix and match stuff you know yeah. mint vintage beads the stones and everything is colorful but the thing is they don't like with my stuff that i create i'm not like the um, looking for compatible colors you know that people yeah. would say don't wear like black with like blue like like i'm gonna put that black with blue like it's something mm -hmm. that really should come from me and probably like when I'm feeling down and like feel anxious, maybe angry. I think this is when I'm like, I actually create things because I'm trying to just like probably reflect how confusing my mind is. And like, that's why I call some of my like jewelries plate of confusion. Yeah, <laughs> there are pearls and stones, like everything. Yeah. And I have a common answer, I think, for this question for both of us. This is going to the books. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I, I think like when we get more inspired is when we can use our intuition because we yeah. like to improvise. We're not this planning type of people. Yeah. We can improvise Ooh, when good. we are trusted. Yeah. So that's I think. Uh, yeah. Oh that's my God, you need to write a book. I <laughs> All her answers are like you know like <laughs> so well taught, and she was like she came here. I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> 
Thank, thank you. Girls. Glad you enjoyed. Thank you girls so much for this lovely <laughs> conversation. Like, no, thank we you. were super excited to be here. Very yeah. happy to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, as a person as well. <laughs> yeah, like Rhea, you are one of a kind and I'm thank super you. glad to be here. Thanks to both of you as well. Like, thank you. <laughs>